0: available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: This is a CBC Podcast. This week on Feel Good Friday, can your mommy be your girlfriend? (laughs) 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 The doctor said she was faking it uh, and then she died. And a top 10 list for Brian, Nightmare Edition. Yes! Yes!
2: Yes, nightmare edition. So you just nightmare. knew that the mommy girlfriend part was going to be really funny. No,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got it. So I, I have to clarify. I have to clarify. I didn't see. I didn't say can your mommy be your girlfriend. I said, can your mommy be your girlfriend?
2: Oh right. Hey. You know, interesting tidbit. You know, I was talking to you about... Wait, um,
0: you said, oh, yeah, right. Like, you totally got it when he said it. And then this he yeah, just went into oh, whatever you wanted oh, to oh, say. Well, this guy knows all about <laughs> mummy
2: girlfriends. Yeah. Well, th- <laughs> yeah. Thanks for thanks for highlighting the secret sauce. <clears throat> so, I see dead people. <laughs> oh, I love, uh, I love... I can't remember his name, but he's wonderful. Haley um, Joel Osmond. Haley Joel Osman. Um. You know, I was talking to you guys yesterday about listening to uh, the Lex Friedman episode with the the guy who wrote the the bio for Elon Musk. Yep, um, Errol Musk, his Elon's dad, two kids with his stepdaughter.
0: Wow. Okay.
2: He's so he was he's, head, he was ahead of the game. Who's old? Uh, <laughs> because you know, <laughs> like he knew that who's older. He knew uh, that he knew- who's
1: who's older, uh, him or Woody Allen. Who did it first?
2: <laughs> Wait, is that was that Woody Allen's deal?
1: Woody Allen I married know. his
2: stepdaughter. <laughs> oh, he married his stepdaughter. When you yeah. said Woody Allen, I was like, I knew that Woody I knew that Woody Allen. Oh shit, dude! Really? I knew <laughs> that Woody Allen had uh, had been up to some questionable uh, shit, but I was I couldn't remember exactly what it was. Like. Yeah, well, <clears throat> that's a
1: perfect. What are
0: you doing, stepbro? Um,
1: in a truly macabre <laughs> story, is it macabre or macabre? I think it's macabre. In a truly macabre story of love long after death. Guys, I love this story. (laughs) This story is too good. A 26-year-old man in Peru was caught lugging around the mummified remains of a person who died many centuries ago, tucked inside a food delivery cooler bag. Whoa. Uh, What? according (laughs) what? (laughs) According to Agence France Press, the mummy is between get this 600 and 800 years old Why dating back to... to the ancient inca civilization whoa dude you got a
2: you got a you got a you got a tre- treasure check this out you have a treasure oh so, my so
1: so this is this, wow. this is the dude i guess and whoa. then this is the
0: the mummy um, he kind of looks a little bit like the mummy too you know you, they say you kind of look like your uh sometimes people kind of look like their partners he kind of Kind of he, are he you saying of, this man looks mummified? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he he look, kind of
1: does. He does look a little bit embalmed, doesn't he? I he think does, it's just the shiny. Yeah. I think it's just the shiny sweat on his forehead. Yeah,
0: yeah, maybe it is that. You I'm know what? Pretty, though, the my but wait, wait, wait. My first question when you when I probably you have it, some answers for you. I, I hope so. But my first question is like, where do you? Because like, if I where'd I kind of think of this like um like like opioids. Like I've never come across like I, walking down the street. I've never come across a situation where I've had the opportunity to buy opioids, you know, like I know they exist. And I know that is like, there's this really awful thing that's happening and you see people using them sometimes, but I've never come across the, the, the chance to partake myself.
1: I I could easily get you hooked up. Um, If you just
0: come down (laughs) outside, I was making an analogy, not asking for uh, for a could easily. I mean, (laughs) it's very easy. We could just literally take a
1: one minute and 30 second walk. And there's one particular man that you just say, do you have heroin? And he will say, yes, come
0: back here. And let's, <laughs> my, my, let's make my, a my deal. Point, <laughs> my point that I was trying to make is, that, is that, that even if I was interested in getting a mummified girlfriend, I would not know the first place to go and look for a mummy. Well,
1: um, this, uh, this gentleman, Julio César uh, Bermejo, Bur- um, didn't have to look for her. Uh, police initially approached the man. Julio, uh, for drinking in public with his friends. But the mummified remains of what um, Julio referred to as Juanita, his spiritual girlfriend, quickly caught their attention. Um, so he's got a mummy waifu. He's, he, still, he's walking around with his, his own is little mummy waifu. It out? What? Is it out? Is the mummy she, on display? Is she out? Uh, the, uh, so, well... So the mummy is the, yeah, the mummy, he was carrying the mummy around in like an Uber Eats bag. And they were like, yo, what's, uh, Julio, you can't be drinking at the park. And he was like, oh, uh, and like probably drunk. And then they were like, also, wh- what do you got in the bag? And he was like, oh, that's my girlfriend. And they went,
2: that's not a Sir,
1: <laughs> sir, <laughs> sir.
2: <laughs>
1: Open the bag. And he opened the bag and they went, oh my God, that is a, um, that's a mummy.
2: I just realized where that reference was from. I realized that that was a person that I spoke to on support, <laughs> <The> support <laughs> chat. <laughs> sir! sir. Uh, as it
1: turns out, the body, wrapped in blankets and unceremoniously tucked into the small delivery bag, uh, was meant to keep him and his friend's company. Quote, oh, at oh, home, at, don't home say that. at home, she's in my room, he told the press in a video as quoted by AFP. Quote, she sleeps with me. I take care of her. According to Julio, the mummy was in his family's possession for almost 30 years. Um, The artifact is now in possession of the Ministry of Culture. So they took his girlfriend, um, where it hopefully can be better taken care of. And in fact, Juanita is more like a wand. It is not a woman. Uh, it it was uh, it's a it's it was more like a it was a man it was a it was the it was the remains of a 45 year old man man that I,
0: died 800 years ago I
1: do I do take take so a 845 year old man right I, I do take events
0: that last line in the article that that it was given to the Ministry of Culture to take where they would take better care of it I can't I find it hard to believe that they're taking better care of it than he was. Yeah,
2: well, you know, uh, I got to say, Brian, that was that was a bad. That's not a joke. (laughs) I'm I'm being serious. It depends. It depends. Yeah, you think? yeah
1: it depends it depends i mean, it, it depends. It, I mean uh, it, you know if he was like if think he of was it like this think of it like this yeah, i'll put it to tell me
0: <laughs> like if he was if he was
1: we using don't know that if he was doing he was, that if he was using it and they're like it, it sounds uh, like companionship is, is another kind of milk you know i i wonder I, <laughs> no, 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 no. no it sounds like it was yeah, more i think like he's a lucky companion. he didn't get, get arrested for for um what do you call that necrophilia uh well no no, no. <laughs> that is what you call that yes but but there's a there's a word you I don't think you get uh you don't get arrested for necrophilia you get arrested for the uh
0: oh desecration, de- desecration that's the word rem- I was like of, desecration of, of a body yeah but uh, but yeah. it didn't say anywhere that that was happening you know and like no, 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 and it we can't but assume it, but and so my point But he didn't say making, she sleeps with me imagine and, this and he did say I take care of her what do you think I take care of her means? My dog sleeps with me sleeps with me and I take care of my dog. No! <laughs> right? So imagine this. So just, just take your dude! D- stop being stop Donovan, being immature. We're gonna have to cut this out. <laughs> stop stop being immature for a second. And just think of it this way. I'm okay? gonna save you here, Bri. I sleep with <laughs>
2: <laughs> Go ahead. I sleep with my dog. <laughs> It's okay, dude. I I got you saved. We're not going to have you canceled this week. (laughs) I had coffee in my mouth that whole time. and I was just trying not to spit it out.
0: What I was trying to say is I sleep with my dog. (laughs) It's okay, dude. I got you. (laughs) (laughs)
2: oh my god did this guy not realize that he had he probably had he could have sent that on loan remember that remember the guy that we the australian guy that we that we interviewed for um stuff, stuff the british stole yeah he could have sold this stuff to like the yeah. Br- British like National Museum, oh they would they would have loved he it. He would have made they wouldn't
1: have, he would so
2: much money. No, he wouldn't have. They,
1: they would <laughs> that's guys, not how they operate, guys. He would have been like, hey, I'll sell you this, and they wouldn't. Oh yeah, cool, sweet. Like let's meet, um, let's meet at the Walmart, uh, the back of the Walmart parking lot, and then they'd send their cronies, guys, and
0: guys. I have a good, I have a good, uh, I have a good. Would Would you rather? Okay, yeah. So would you rather if you were. You right now, no, don't fucking beep anything. I won't, I'm not, I'm not. So if you were, take your fingers off that. <laughs> no. So if you were you right now, and you uh, died. and If I was me right now? If you were you uh, right now, and you died, okay? And you hey, died right how now. How am I supposed to look at my eyeballs? <laughs> <laughs> you died right now, and um, your body was mummified. Yeah. And you were um, around 600 years from now, and you had the option of either being in possession or care of a guy who's taking you to a park. Oh, dude! Oh, drinking with put with me, their friends. Me, yeah, put me in the Uber Eats bag, a hundred percent. Or like, would you rather
1: be yeah. in the basement of a museum? No, no, no. I, w- I, w- I mean, my, 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 my husk. Do what you will. The, the, the thought of my body, my remains, eight hundred years from now, being carted around in a in like a pizza in a Pizza Hut fucking yeah. sleeve. Uh, that's fun by some dr- drunk dude. Like that's fucking
0: fun. See? I love that. I think he should have been allowed to keep the body. That's that's all yeah. I'm trying to say.
2: It's fascinating that the movie <clears throat> made it 800 years.
0: Yeah, with with the way he was treating
1: it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, they need to
2: they need to, so they need to copy that uh, quality quality yeah. control process because yeah, it's got some staying power.
1: Anyway, I thought that was a really funny story, and <laughs> I, I wanted to open it up with the funny because now we're gonna move into something that's actually very. Uh, sad, very yes. depressing. Uh, so there was a woman, uh, 33 years old. Uh, she died of ehlers Danlos uh, when a doctor said she was faking it. So this is uh, someone sent this to me on Instagram the other day, um, and you know, I I just spoke at uh, Wolford Laurier uh, University for to like get the 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 um,
2: rally the troops.
1: Yeah, get the first years. I was going to say freshman, but they don't say that anymore. I think it, so. so uh, People. You Don't say freshman anymore. K- Is that kid, like a- wait, you know what? Uh, I went to go speak to the uh, at <laughs> Wolford Laurier University, and um, <laughs> to get them all hyped up for Shine uh, Shinerama and uh, and O Week,
0: not Frosh, not O Week sounds worse than Frosh. Oh! Yeah, it, <laughs> yeah, it yeah, does. It does, right? it
2: does. It sounds like Sex Week. Yeah,
1: yeah it does. Yeah. So so I spoke to these students, and after, and I talk about the podcast in my talk, and after the talk, I had this young woman come up to me, and she was very emotional. And she was expressing to me that um, she's going through her own journey with like chronic health issues. And, and I was like, if you don't mind me asking, like, can you tell me what, like, what's, what do you, what are you dealing with? And so she opened up and she told me and she was like, yeah. Um, uh, but also my, I just went through this whole thing where my doctor was convinced I was faking it. Oh, wow. And I was like, man, that's, that's so unfortunate. That's a, it's a real bummer. Um, and then this story pops up literally like two days after I spoke with this young girl. Uh, Stephanie Aston, who had Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, uh, was denied medical care after a doctor said she was causing her symptoms. Uh, Stephanie was 33. She died in New Zealand in her home on September 1st after a public battle with EDS, uh, which we just recently covered on an on a episode of the podcast. It's a genetic disorder. Um, and she was accused of faking it. And the misdiagnosis severely impacted her medical care. And fellow New Zealanders with EDS believe that if she hadn't been prevented from receiving proper care for her illness, she would still be alive today. An advocate for invisible illnesses, um, Aston started speaking out in 2018 after a doctor said instead of EDS, she had fictitious disorder, uh, the New Zealand Herald reports. Munchausen. Previously known as Munchausen. Uh, The Mayo Clinic describes fictitious fictitious disorder as... um, is a serious mental disorder in which someone de- deceives others by appearing sick, by purposely getting sick, or by self-injury. Uh, but Aston was suffering from Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, a genetic disorder that members of her family also had. Although EDS generally affects cognitive, uh, connective tissue, like the joints and the blood vessel walls, the vascular type, which is what Aston had, uh, um, or what was, she was thought to have had, um, is a more serious form of the syndrome and can cause the walls of your blood vessels and intestines or uterus to rupture. Um, wow. in, a com- in a complaint to the Auckland District Health Board, Ashton laid out how the misdiagnosis from the doctor, uh, called Dr. A in reports, uh, negatively impacted treatment for her anemia. Quote, I feel like I have had my dignity stripped and my rights seriously breached, Ashton said at the time, according to the Herald. Quote, due to my extremely low hemoglobin levels, my specialist feels I am at serious risk of dying. However, Aston's anemia was deemed self-inflicted what? by this doctor. I, this is, wait till you fucking hear what the doctors said. This is,
2: this is crazy. Is this the
0: second week in a row that we've <gasps> talked about um, bad healthcare in New Zealand? Yeah. Uh,
2: oh, right. Yeah. That's that, yeah. Yeah guys, I'm not the other one was saying, saying that, yeah. that New Zealand. No, you're Zealand making has a blanket healthcare. statement that if you live in New Zealand, you're receiving extremely subpar healthcare. You're right. You're right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. That's, That's what, what you're it. saying. Yeah. That is yeah. what yep. I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That's it.
2: I love Lord of the Rings. As do I.
1: Um, she was told, uh quote, I was told because I had been a midwife, I must be stealing needles from the hospital. And bleeding myself through my vagina or bowel or my throat, she told the Herald. What? Dude. Like, okay, I, I, again, I mean, if we've learned anything from this podcast over the last eight years, it's that doctors are people that make mistakes. And a lot of people have this assumption that doctors are fucking, they, they know all. And they do know a lot. They know a lot more than fucking I do about health statistically a but, lot of them know a lot and a lot of them are really great exactly yep. but the thing that doctors don't know no matter how fucking good they are is they don't know they don't know inside my body they don't feel inside my body the way that i do right i know parts of my health and parts of my body that nobody else in the world could ever fucking wrap their head around Things that I have a hard time even like tangibly expressing to people, but I know it in my heart. I know it in my brain, right? This woman very much knew that she had this issue and was trying to express it. And I don't like, man, I don't know. It's like, do you like, do you think the doctor just like didn't like her face? Like, like what's the fuck she's When I hear
2: something that's when th- I hear something that's like so fucking that's so egregious. And this is just my this is probably just my like <clears throat> i need to see my my <clears throat> my necessity of of needing to know where where the other side like what how the other how in a in a in a situation where something is so egregious how the other side of the situation justifies its yeah. decisions like and i'm not saying and and i don't say that to to say oh the doctor had, good, had must have had good reason to come to these conclusions what i'm saying is yeah. It's so fascinating that the doctor came to these conclusions what possibly could have yes. led the thing, them to think this. But like, the thing that doesn't make sense to the, me— What's the deal there? Here,
0: the thing that doesn't add up is if the doctor suspected that this person was actually stealing needles and causing themselves self-harm— then that would be some sort of mental illness that would deserve further investigation. Well, or instead su- of
1: medical intervention, she was forcibly admitted to the hospital under psychiatric watch.
0: Yeah. She I mean, said, I wasn't crazy. even
1: allowed to go to the toilet or the bathroom by myself. I wasn't
0: saying that that was also what they should have no, done. I was no, no, saying no. that, like, right. I'm guessing that there was some sort of yes. psychological intervention. Right, so
1: they went, oh, you must, be, you must be bleeding out your vagina. So we're, sorry, we're going to form one you. Or over there would be like, Form one. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: Form one, yeah. And uh, I think that's Australia.
2: Form one, one, yeah. Form one, one, yeah. I um, think it's,
0: you got to add. Form one, like, one? I mean, one. are they like different? Are they any something? different, it's different. It's, different at all? I
2: think it's softer. I think it's a softer, more. Form one, one, yeah. 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 My name is Brite.
1: Yeah. So uh, those in New Zealand's EDS community said they were ready to fight against the medical mistreatment in Aston's name. Um, it has been a silent struggle for so many of us, and with Steph's passing, I think so many of us are ready to fight. It's what she would have wanted, uh, Norma Hawkenhall, who has EDS, told the Herald. Um, and you know what? Like, I'll, I'm going to say this, too. I, I feel th- over on our Discord, on the, in the episode discussion, um, yeah. we had people chiming in about the episode that we had released, I don't know, a week or two ago. Uh, where we spoke to Teague, who has EDS and is also a PT and there's there's people uh there is people that have EDS that listened to that episode that were that felt um like that episode missed the mark for various reasons and in a very like short back and forth on that discord channel um that I was having with one of these people that you know felt like the episode wasn't really, uh, wasn't a good representation of what should be out there when it comes to discussing EDS. The thing that I took away from that was that due to the lack of like understanding, the lack of care, the lack of resources for people living with EDS, I feel like a lot of people in that community feel really um, fucking tired and sensitive and like raw about the fact that they are dealing with something that is so severe and so fucking debilitating yet there is not the proper supports out there. And when you look at something, a
0: case like this, that just fucking heightens that to the nth degree. The problem is that this is not just a New Zealand thing. This is every, I mean, we had a, this is like, yeah,
1: this is like a global thing. I mean, we also did an
0: episode, not, not that long ago, probably a year ago. Um, that was a Wednesday episode, and it wasn't specifically about EDS, but the the healthcare provider—I can't even remember who it was—but was speaking to this problem with EDS is mm. that that there there isn't you know there aren't there isn't enough training here for medical practitioners to properly yeah. diagnose EDS to provide supports to people with EDS. Yeah. Um, I mean, but, it's, it's not like C, you know with CF, it's like I have a dedicated clinic that yeah, I go to, yeah.
1: and it's like all these people who year round just go we. are only do you and your disease and we fucking know a lot about about it it. and we have like the funding and the support and the resources and all this stuff and you know not to say that eds is the only disease out there that is in that predicament there's a lot of fucking diseases that aren't getting the support that they need i would say most yeah and so because they
2: can't because they either don't know enough about it or there's too many of them to have. especially
1: especially when we get down to like like rare autoimmune diseases. stuff and like you know I mean even even some you know even some genetic diseases it's it's there's just not enough support
2: yeah rare disease rare disease the rare disease um, that's the purpose strategy, of the rare rare disease strategy like, or that's right
0: what should be yeah. a yeah. rare disease strategy
1: so. Anyway, um, our hearts go out uh, to everybody over in New Zealand in the EDS community who is affected by this. It's it's super fucking sad. And uh, feel good Friday. Typically, we're trying to like feel pump things up, feel good. But I, I, I especially after the discussion on Discord about that particular episode, and knowing that like, um, knowing that there's some people in the EDS community that might feel a little bit. <laughs> that, that might not listen to the podcast again. I was just thinking, you know what, maybe it would be a good thing to cover the fact that this that this shit happens. It is unfortunate. And, you know, we're going to continue to do our best to just speak about these things regardless of what the situation is and try to do it from a, a place of levity, even though sometimes there's not a lot of humor to be found, especially mm-hmm. in a situation like I
0: this. I think another thing that we appreciate is that... New Zealand
2: accents, though. <laughs>
0: I mean, they're they're
1: always funny. <laughs> they're always funny. They're always funny. The, yeah. The
0: the thing though that that we appreciate too. Oh, fuck! Is that, look like, out! Another one's coming out. The uh, the it's that, fucking hot in here.
1: I might have to jump.
0: <laughs> that special is amazing. <laughs> um, the, the, no, the one no. thing the one thing I want no. to say is is that even though we you know we've I think since the beginning I've thought of this is like hey we're not we're not speaking to people to learn about their Illness as much as we're speaking to them to learn about their experience living with that. Exactly. Um, But also, we appreciate the fact that when people come on and speak about their things, inevitably they're going to represent or portray some sort of image of what it's like to live with that, which will have an impact on other people who live with it. But But also, their experience is their experience. And that's like, they're portraying
2: specifically where they lie individually on the spectrum of that disease. Of which every disease has a spectrum, you know, and, just, and, just to, and,
1: and every spectrum is broad.
0: Just to pull back the, the and curtain,
2: everybody on that spectrum can love. Just, just and all
1: spectrums are guys, fuck off. are <laughs> spectrums.
0: Just to uh, just to pull back which the, is the curtain nature of spectrum a little bit. Like one thing that's interesting about doing this podcast um, that I find really interesting is that like you know we for especially for our Monday episodes we don't have guests that are like professional public speakers or you know like we just have like idiots dude we just have fucking numbskulls coming on here just trying
1: their best trying their best and no matter how much we aid and help and like god they're just fucking it up Week after week. <laughs> Holy
0: shit. <laughs> but but, so we, but God bless them, right? God That's bless exactly them. what I was going to say.
2: <laughs> Every Monday guest we've ever had, we deeply <laughs> love you yeah. and respect you. and.
0: They're just regular people. You're just, just regular people. Just, just in case Jeremy Regular sar- boring people. <laughs>
2: just in case Jeremy's sarcasm didn't come through loud and clear.
1: Um, let's move I on it, to <laughs> a top 10 list uh, because these take a long time and uh, we have a recording after this and I want to keep this short. We're already 25 minutes in. Are you tired of hearing the same old wellness advice? It's time to dig deeper and listen to America Dissected from Crooked Media, the podcast that's cutting into the science, culture, and policy that shapes our health. From doctors fighting for their rights to the surprising truths about sunscreen, America Dissected dives deep into the state of health. Tune in every Tuesday for new episodes of America Dissected, available on all major podcast platforms. So, I like this one. This one's kind of cool. How do you guys, uh, have you guys been remembering your dreams lately?
0: I I, I go through like off and on periods. I I need a TikTok title for this. What do you got? All right.
1: The 10 most common nightmares according to science. Okay, perfect. (laughs) Oh, that's cool. Uh, Though our dreams are highly personal and often based on what happened to us over our lifetime or during our day, there are some themes that unite us all. These dreams are related to issues that every person has in their waking lives. Michael Schriedel, head of the sleep lab at Central Institute of Mental Health, Menheim, Germany, told Insider. It's tough to make generalizations about nightmares, (laughs) since science hasn't agreed on why we even dream in the first place. I'm not going to do my accent. Uh, But there are basic patterns in nightmare themes that may help you translate what your brain is trying to express, Schriedel said. Understanding these patterns could be a starting point to a starting, a, point. starting point uh, <laughs> to identify what emotions <laughs> you're dealing with in your subconscious. Uh, in a 2018 study, Schriedl and his colleagues analyzed over 1,200 nightmares from asking participants to recall their most recent distressing dream. Then they categorize them into common themes. Here are the top 10 that they found.
0: Before we go into them, do you guys have uh, common themes or nightmares that you have had in the past or something that you can yes. identify? And w- when I read through this list, I went, oh, there's another one. Don't, oh, there's another one. Don't tell me your dreams because hearing other people's dreams is fucking yeah, yeah. boring. But what are the, do you know what the themes are? Like what? Well, what how about have?
1: this? Why don't we go through the list and go? That's common for I me. I wanna
0: know before we go through the list so that I know that you're not fucking lying the only to me. One that's no, no, common, no, no. <laughs> the only one
2: that's common for me is is finding myself finding myself on my way to prison. Like on a bus. Yeah. Ooh. And then I and I and I and that's... I'm like all of a sudden I'm on the bus and I'm like, holy shit, I'm going to jail for the rest of my life. How the fuck did I get here? <laughs> and I and I and I became. You know what
0: that was from? Imposter. And I become no, among, very, us. Uh, among, among us. Among us. Yeah, become, no, but I no, I was saying that he's the scared. imposter. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um. All right. Well, here the number ten. Number ten. Ready? This one
0: is. <laughs> I'll give you bad bugs. Infestation. Where'd you get that? where did sauce? you get that? I don't know where I get <laughs> all anything. Uh,
1: having the infestation in your home makes reality like a nightmare like a nightmare. So dreaming about an invasion of creepy crawlers or fuzzy fiends, that's what I've had. Could spiders be on my floor. A literal fear or a symbolic one. By the way, this whole article 100% written by ChatGPT. Uh just wait until you hear it. You point out when you hear the ChatGPT 3.5. I didn't for write sure. I didn't put it through for, like the website clearly used ChatGPT. Sure, yeah. yeah,
2: like you didn't use it. No, no, no. The website that you got the article from. Yeah.
1: If it's symbolic, an infestation could represent a fear of disease or dirt or any other things you personally associate with mice, roaches, or rats, Schriedl said. Uh, since there are many ways these dreams can unfold, there are many ways they can be interpreted. It could also be an example of feeling insecure or s- unsafe in your own home, Schriedl said. Hmm, kind of interesting, yeah. Now, again, it's like, this is all based on science, but it's like, you know, so. d- d- a part of this is like, it seems like dream interpretation. So, like, I, I don't know. We don't, we, like, there's so much, we don't, we don't even know why we fucking dream. Yeah. So like, It seems
2: hard to put like too much yeah. behind. But the I do reasoning. like it. There's something fun about this.
1: Uh, the number nine is an evil presence. I've never had that. Like in think. the nine, like, and, and I like that it's nine. This like the oh, nine, never mind. You nine know nine what? Actually, I, I
2: had a I had a dream a couple of ni- a few nights ago. We said, actually. don't tell you
1: tell us about your dreams. Well,
2: it's only brief. A dream a few <laughs> nights ago <laughs> where I had a. Where I had a, I had a dream that when I, that I was in a horror movie and that a, and that a part of it was. Like you were an
1: actor in a horror film?
2: No, no, that I was like, that I was in a horror movie, but I was like a part of the plot. Like I didn't know that I was an actor in it. Does that does that make sense? No, no. no that, I think that's
1: literally just you were a part I'm, of a very
0: scary situation. That's why we said I'm don't describe. Well, your well, dream. Yeah. What was
2: the fucking? What? But I closed my <laughs> eyes. I, no,
0: this is actually short and really interesting. Well, so I was an well, actor in a horror well, movie. It's not short. Part if you of the keep interrupting.
1: <laughs> anyway. Fuck it. Yeah. It was scary. I just want to take some
0: pictures. Relax. Right.
1: <laughs> um, in the ninth spot, there is an eerie feeling of suspecting that there may be a ghost, demon, or alien nearby succubus uh this could mean that the dreamer sees the offending presence or merely that they suspect one is near these sorts of sleep hallucinations often plague people suffering from succubuses sleep paralysis which we've covered on the show according to the cleveland clinic this unsettling sleep disorder occurs when parts of the brain that keep you still during sleep and the parts that keep you sleeping miscommunicate uh in this state people often report a ghoul a (laughs) A ghoul <laughs> standing over them as they struggle to move. Talk about not getting your beauty sleep, guys.
0: <laughs> that's chat. Uh,
1: right? I know. Also, guys, also, the word ghoul, ghoul.
0: Ghoul has to be yeah, the ghoul. most funny, least scary, a ghoul horror associated word. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Have you that ever that. seen a ghoul though? No, dude.
1: If a ghoul walked up to you and like at on a nighttime walk home, ugh, you'd be
0: you'd be fucked what, up. What? How do you define a ghoul?
1: Um, like a zombie is a ghoul.
0: You know? What is a ghoul like a... Green like a- skin,
1: droopy eyes. Okay. uh Goes like... Urgh. Yeah. That's a ghoul. That's a uh. ghoul. Cool.
0: Um, all right. Make that number eight. I guess telltale. There's a hurricane coming through. Storms?
1: Catastrophe. Uh Fires, yeah. floods, nuclear fallout. A common subject of many people's dreams is anything that could be mistaken for the end of times. Disasters ranked at number eight in the survey found about 4.5% of the dreams reported... Uh, in Shredel's study. Those
0: are fun dreams.
1: I think. I, yeah. I also, I also, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't associate those dreams with a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, these could signal genera- uh, general apprehension for the future as a way for your brain to ruminate on something you're worried or may occur. Uh, according to Stanford's Corelli, it depends on whether you view the changes coming from your life as positive or negative, or if you've experienced a natural disaster,
0: it could be your mind working its way through the situation as a way of processing your trauma. I like I get that and that's those sound like plausible explanations but also like if I watched um you know like end of the world or something like that and and, uh, and like got excited about like what would it be like <laughs> to be in that situation but got to wake up afterwards well we might be in that be... situation
1: uh, this coming Saturday or tomorrow I guess if you're listening to this right Hurricane Ian No Lee <laughs> Hurricane Lee <laughs> <laughs> whatever fucking hurricane boring name number whatever they're all boring names when's hurricane Karen coming through that's what i want uh number seven this I think one, all you got to
2: do is take a little stroll through walmart and you'll yeah, run into yeah, hurricane
1: yeah. Karen. uh this one i think uh, kind of relates to what you were you were talking about tay uh number seven feeling worried uh do you know the feeling when you're you're sure you've forgotten actually you know what this isn't this isn't that one. I, I mean, you're, the, the, yours is, is impending doom. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're going to jail for the rest of your life. What, what, what is that? I don't even think that's in here. <laughs>
2: Probably not. <laughs> it's
1: really not. Uh, feeling worried. Uh, I actually, this this is the one. This is my most recurring one. My most recurring dream. I'm not going to tell you the dream. Is something to the effect of like, I'm I am about to go on stage to give a keynote or to do a play, you don't and have. I didn't look at the script once, <laughs> and I have zero idea of what the fucking story is and i have a whole i'm the lead character in the play obviously every time <laughs> and i don't know any of my lines and the opening night is
0: tonight and i'm gonna like, wing
1: it dude that dream sucks that dream fucking i actually i actually
0: don't like that it's so Welcome funny to because improv night yeah. before i before like i've heard you talk about that dream before but before I knew about that, I would guess that you would thrive in that situation.
1: You know, like you like, most certainly would not in a play um, <laughs> no. that has a fucking script where where the play everybody else it knows exactly where the story is going and what they have to say, and you don't know where the story is going. So then all Everyone, of a sudden, all of a sudden, you change
2: the trajectory of the story. everyone's wearing Victorian period <laughs> costumes, and Jair's going, "Sup, my glizzies!
1: <laughs> Thanks for the glizzy! <laughs> Thanks for the glizzy!" <laughs> they are like, sir. Doth, doth, doth thou? <laughs> I got another. Many people dream about this feeling with apprehension and worry. Um, uh, people in Shredel's study reported feeling that they knew something was wrong, but they didn't know what, and that made them more uncomfortable. Fear of the unknown seems to be something that many of us share, even our dreams. But
0: yeah, continue. We we're gonna say. I was something. just gonna say, like you know, having a. An imp- improv background, you know, when you were doing Art Zuka and you didn't have lines, but you would like, <coughs> yeah. you know, make up Artzuka the script. things. Like, That's easy when like, it's just you. I would think that you would you would of all people who would thrive in that situation. Yeah. I would think that you would be best suited for performing well.
2: Right. Thrive being a very relative term. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very relative. Again, if I, was I would be if I, would, I, would I, would be fucked if I was doing it sure.
1: solo, it would definitely it would definitely be a lot easier. Uh, number six. um, Disagreements.
0: You broke up with me. Um, I
1: don't
0: you think I... broke up with me. All right, disagreement. So interpersonal with me. Broke up with me. Co- er,
1: ter-
0: yeah. in- up with me. In-
1: interpersonal conflicts come as a- no
0: one breaks <laughs> up with me. Okay. No one breaks up with me.
1: Okay. Okay. Interpersonal conflicts come. No in- one
0: breaks up with <laughs> me. Oh my god, Jesus Christ. <laughs>
1: I love that. I love that. That clip goes for another two minutes. <laughs> no, it, it does It uh, Interpersonal conflicts come as the sixth most common. In these scenarios, the dream the dreamer has or witnesses a non-physical fight. You fucking, you fucking, fucking, you bloody. You bloody. <laughs> <You> Bastard <bloody. laughs> bitch. You, Bustard, fuck you, fuck you. Fuck <laughs> you bloody. <laughs> bloody fuck you bloody. Bastard Fucking mother bloody. Fuck you, fucking buddy. mother bloody um these dreams could be emblematic of some su- uh, social anxiety you have about a personal relationship according to psychology today you could be dreaming a conversation you need to have or processing uh, a conflict that has already happened i mean you know it's funny is like i don't have that in my dream i don't dream this i do that right after like someone cuts me off in traffic and and then like and then and i'm like oh, fuck! and then they and then they like pull off and then and then i'm driving and then i go and then I sit for five, an hour, I go, I'll, I'll, I'll go, You'll just, I, sh- I should have said, I, I should have put my window down and said, you're a bitch. You know? And, then, and then I go, oh, no, no, no. Like, well, what I should have done was.
2: Chairs <laughs> just, just ruminating.
0: Man, I should have said this. Honestly, I haven't had a what bad it's dream. So cool if I just said except I've only had one bad dream, like one type of bad dream in the last 15 years. One and type? It, it's always any bad dream I have is like my dog died. Oh, that's a bad dream. Yeah.
2: You've had that for the last 15 years, even though you've only had a dog. No, no, no. Like
0: in the last 15 years, the only bad dream I've had is my dog dying.
2: So prior to a year and a half ago, you didn't have any bad dreams whatsoever.
0: Yeah, pretty much. That's what I was trying to say. That's what I was communicating. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Right. Wait until you have a kid. This one, this one, i real worried. Do
0: you dream that day dies?
2: No, No, never. This one's Uh,
0: interesting. I'm
2: not worried about that shit.
1: I've never (laughs) had this dream. (laughs) I've never had anything like this. Um, but I, it makes sense when I read it. But I've never had a dream like this, which is, which is it made me think. Uh, number five, sickness and death. So health-related concerns and death ranked in the middle of the survey. 11.6% uh, of the reports. In these types of nightmares, the dreamer reported watching themselves or a loved one become sick, suffer through a disease, or die. These dreams are complex, could represent many different things depending on what you're personally going through. They could be emblematic of a general fear of sickness and death or feeling out of control of your personal well-being. Uh, it also may be a way for you to process grief, according to a 2020 study. Now I had thought about that, and I was like, wow, I've, I've, I've actually never, I, could, I cannot recall once having a dream about dying or being sick. Meaning, that- <laughs> I think because I'm just dying, I'm, I'm sick, <laughs> I'm and living, I'm dying my whole that. life. Yeah, yeah, living that yeah, dream. Like, I'm living okay. that nightmare. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So so when so when people come up to you and they're like, "Hey, Jer, how you doing?" You go, "Living the dream, living the nightmare. I'm dying." And they're like, "What's your dream?" And you're like, "Dying slowly."
0: <laughs> you know what? You know what? I, have, I was just thinking about dreams is that they're really like TV shows that you get to like like fictitious versions with character like uh, shows that have characters that you know in them, which is a lot like or Black Mirror. Um, Jonah's awful. Like it's basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's basically that's what nightmare. our dreams. Joan are, is awful, isn't that? That
2: was a nightmare. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was a great nightmare. That was. But it was a
1: great idea. number because she took control when she went into the church and
2: took a big old shit. That was a great episode. <laughs> that was a. That was one of the best. Did you watch? How, did you watch all of it? I've seen it all. What all did you, how life. did you feel about? Okay, speaking of dreams and demons. No, and all spoiler that stuff,
1: alert, here, guys. Did you did you like the last episode? Loved it, and also, did you read into it? No, I didn't. Maybe we should say this for off after of the podcast. But yeah, let's but, save uh, it for Red Mirror. Off. Have you not seen it? Red oh, Mirror oh, sorry. Yes, could has. be their next right. series, which is going to be a like sort based. of like horror slash like paranormal based stuff. Because it was a very I like that a lot. Non.
2: Yeah. It was a very non-black mirror. Black mirror. Remind episode.
1: me after I'll talk to you about uh, my um uh what's his name the guy that made it. Yes, uh, he had an. Interview. We
2: actually we I remember yeah. now we yeah. actually talked about this right. After uh, we
1: number four. It. This one I get. This one I get for sure. Number four is being chased in this, in these dreams. You might be pursued by a human, an evil presence, or something you can't even see.
0: I've um, had a dream like this. <clears throat>
1: Shredle explains how the basic patterns of a chase dream can tell you what it means. In a nightmare like this, you're afraid as you run from something that you feel is getting increasingly closer to you. Experiencing fear and running away from what causes it is psychology psychology 101. This is avoidance behavior, Shredle said. Uh, So generally, dreams about being chased usually mean you're anxious about something you may be avoiding. Hmm.
2: Interesting. Interesting. Interesting take. The only other thing that I've ever experienced on a repetitive basis throughout my life is getting into a physical altercation in my dream where my arm, you're the bully. When, I, when I go, jello punches. When I, yeah, jello punches. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've had that too. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I can, I've, I don't think I've ever, actually, you know what? I had a dream within the last month or so where I think I actually did hit somebody firmly in my dream and went, holy
1: shit. And killed them. And then you ended up going to jail for
2: it, you like. I heard about that. And yeah. then I got sentenced yeah. to manslaughter. Uh, <laughs>
1: number three is, what do you guys think this is? Vehicular accidents. Accidents uh, like falling, car wrecks, drowning, airplanes and more.
2: Falling. I mean, we all I think that's probably the most universal dreaming experiences. I've never had of falling. apparently I've males, never had a
0: falling dream. I've had a flying dream. You've never you've never woken, had, you've never you have, woken up from falling. No. Nope. Oh, wow. Oh,
1: crazy. Uh, so you males okay. report significantly more falling dreams than females. Interesting. Apparently. So when
0: you saw
2: Inception and they gave the universal experience of being able to wake themselves up from the dream with, this, with, with, with falling. Sure. You were like, I don't get it. What does I, that mean?
0: I understand it socially. Like, I understand that people talk about it. So, I understand the reference of it in the movie, but I haven't personally experienced it.
2: Fascinating.
1: So, these dreams are a little bit more literal than you might think. I mean, not, at least not that I can
0: remember. I mean, I can sure. barely. Well, you wake There's
1: lots, lots of dreams it. that. That's that, the point of it. Yeah, so I it
0: makes you wake up.
1: Representing fears of heights, driving, or the ocean, but they can also represent feeling out of control fearing death or feeling helpless.
0: Um, I do remember I've had a lot of dreidel spinning dreams where I've just been like, dreidel spinning dreams. (laughs) Nice. That's the guy. you have had a lot of
2: dreidel spinning dreams. Yeah. Is this a joke?
0: No, no. I do that to make sure that to like, see if it's still spinning to see if I'm, Oh, it's an
2: inception reference.
0: Yeah. You
1: know, spoiler (laughs) alert. Um, (laughs) they
2: use dreidels.
1: (laughs) That's how I check if I'm still awake. Number two, physical aggression. Um, So taking the number six disagreements a little bit further, a little bit further from fuck you bloody to I'm going to make you bloody. You know what I mean?
2: I do. You don't even have to wink.
1: Oh, Um, in these scenarios, the dreamer may be attacked, participate in a fight or witness other people uh, uh, duking it out. Uh, this this type of nightmare may reflect social anxiety, a literal fear of violence, or concerns about being vulnerable to other people's criticism. I mean, when I have violent dreams...
2: I feel like it's the exact opposite. Yeah,
1: same. Yeah. I'm like, let's go. Let's yeah. fucking go, buddy. And then I got a punch, and it's just like wet noodle. <laughs> like, Fuck! Arms. <laughs> and then I start running, and then it turns into a chase nightmare. <laughs> right. right. Then right. I get into a car. I drive really fast. Crash nightmare. Then I'm in the in hospital. The crash! You
2: hit somebody, manslaughter. That's You're right. Going to jail. jail for the rest of my life. But as my
1: way to jail, I'm in the ambulance because I just got in a crash, and I'm dying and I'm sick. I, <laughs> turns out, uh, it turns out, it turns out I got uh, I got Hep C from the crash. And then there were some bad ice cubes on the, on the ground driver. in my mouth. Picked up an ice cube as I was sliding across the oh, pavement. Also,
2: I just realized another rec- another um, repetitive. Aspect of my dreams, um, in terms of sex dreams, and I think I've said this before, at least to you guys. Oh, right! You
1: only come in your own mouth. (laughs) I can't. You told me that. Where, where, where,
2: where like a sexual experience is is like is is like there. It's Mm. it's it's about to happen, and then it doesn't. And that's not pain. That's (laughs) squatter. Yeah. uh, Number
1: one, uh, the number one dream. Nightmare. P. That (laughs) sounds square. Which documented 18% of reports. Uh, Failure. Of what? Anything. Everything. (laughs) Um, So, I mean, this is, this is, I mean, this basically, this is just, um, Brian. Um,
2: (laughs) This encompasses
1: everything from failing to achieve a goal to being late, lost, unable to speak, losing or forgetting something, making a mistake. (laughs) <laughs> this includes the all-too-stereotypical dream of, of failing a test, which made up about three percent of all nightmares reported. I mean, what a like. No offense, but like, what who cares? A bitch nightmare, <laughs> dude. What a bitch nightmare. I'm surprised that's dude, number Dude, your nightmares. One. I'm fucking doing one. bad on a test. You fucking loser, dude. Dude, my nightmares are my nightmares are vampires gonna suck all the blood out of my dick. what what What? that's cool failing a test you fucking baby um so thanks guys hope you enjoyed this week's episode uh we got to wrap this up and uh if you want to support the podcast leave a rating and a review uh five-star rating even if you hated it and then when you when you leave the review just like scathing uh but but just the five stars is what matters and then, if you want to support the podcast further, you can come on over to our Discord channel, where um, in the episode folder or the episode discussion channel, you you can tell us that you are angry about what we recorded, and then we will respond. And
0: you can do that. <laughs> and that's, that's the thing and, that you can honestly, do. If you catch Jer on a bad day, <laughs> he'll tell he'll <laughs> he'll tell you he'll no. tell you what he thinks without. Letting us vet the message. No, I won't. Yeah, no, yeah, I yeah. won't. I'll, yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. will
1: write a very diplomatic message and send it. But in reality, I'm over here going. What I should have said was
2: "fuck you yeah. fuck you." Before he sends like that diplomatic message, before he sends that diplomatic message, he'll tell Brian and I what he really <laughs> wants to say, and then Brian and I will go. Eh, you know what? I actually think maybe you should dial it back a little bit. <clears throat>
1: um, but uh, come on over to the Discord. It's it is lots of fun, and we do appreciate everybody there. And uh, and hey, oh by the way, Stina, uh, shout out to Stina because the top ten most common nightmares came. From yes them and so. they also
2: and also the the uh, the EDS article came from somebody emailed it in
1: or uh. did you
2: find it separately.
1: Oh, that was an email. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right.
2: Yeah. It came from an email. I can't remember who sent the email, but I, yeah. I, I did see it.
1: Info at sickboypodcast.com if you want to send an email.
2: Actually, uh, they sent it to letters at sickboypodcast.com. Look at that.
1: Fucking hell. How, how about that? Yeah. It was- Keep uh, the letters. Info is only for business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a, huge,
0: <laughs> a huge thank you to Sarah for that. I'm not going to say Sarah's yeah. last name. Five, time, six, six. Thanks, Sarah.
1: <laughs> Wallace Street. <laughs> all right uh, you guys. uh what, what do you, know, you say yeah, yeah if you want what, what do you a, say at the end of the show <laughs> buddy?
2: if you want to be a guest on the show go to the syncpointpodcast.com and fill out the guest form it's an obvious button if you miss it then you, you there's other things that you need to then brian
1: get, needs get, to you. fix that you either you either
2: need to go <laughs> see and brian an failed at the button you need to see an optometrist
0: um um i'll fix it but or, a, or a
2: whole plethora of other medical professionals um for something that you, maybe you can then talk to us about on the show, and um, that's it. On um, that's all that that's all the things I say.
0: I usually say thank you to people, um, in particular people who help make the show happen. But first, I want to thank most importantly the people who listen to the show because the show would not exist if it was not for you listening. So thank you so much. Um, we love you. Please tell a friend or a family member about the show if you enjoyed it. It means the world to us. So thank you so much. Thanks also to Donovan, Rich, Jeff, take part. All the guys who uh, help with the show behind My the scenes. Mom. Also, Fucking because
2: not as we record this, but as it is released on Friday, which is where everyone is when everybody is, most people are listening to this. We have a new project that's been um, that that has been announced. We won't say much about it. Probably catch it on our social medias. You know, you yeah, can, yeah. You, let's, could actually, let's you, you right can actually you can actually
1: go subscribe right now. It's called New Wave. Uh, and you can find that wherever you find podcasts, and it is uh, under Snack Labs, uh, which is uh, which is our, our production, production company that um, that runs this podcast. So, uh, New Wave Snack Labs, uh, give that a little uh, look see, and just hit the subscribe button. It's not out yet, but we put up a trailer, and you could listen to the trailer and uh,
0: let us know what yeah. you think. Yeah, it's it'll an be part, the, series
2: about uh, companies, uh, life sciences. Yeah, you'll find out once you Russia listen
0: to and it. Really and cool. also, uh, that show will be available. Around the first or second week of October. So you can stay tuned for that.
1: That is it for this week. I'm Brian. I'm Taylor. And I'm Jeremy, and this is Sick Boy.